heard a song, but I don't remember when. Like I said, Welcome back, everyone, to the Just a Little Bit Out West podcast. We are going to get just a little bit out west today. I want to bring a subject to you today that is pretty controversial. I know that's nothing new here. But I really think that we misunderstand just what exactly Christianity is. I think for most people that Christianity is like a get-out-of-jail-free card. You know, like if you play Monopoly, you go to jail, and then you pull the card, and it says get-out-of-jail. And so then you can use that card, and then you can go back to playing again. And I think for a lot of Christians, maybe most, I don't know, but for a lot of Christians, we have this idea that, okay, we, we did something wrong, we're headed for hell, and so Jesus gives us a get-out-of-jail-free card, and that's what happened when he died on the cross. And, of course, this is a very simplified version of what Christianity is, and most of us sort of just stop there. What's really missed is that what Jesus did didn't just save us from hell. I mean, he did save us from hell, but that's not just what he did. In order to understand why we believe in a man named Christ, and in order to understand what he did when he died and rose again, you have to understand this goes back to the very beginning, very, very, very start. That's why that book is called Genesis, because it means this is where it all started. And where it all started was in the Garden of Eden. In the Garden of Eden, as I know you remember, Adam and Eve had everything they wanted. They had all the food they needed. They had each other. They had work to do. God gave them a job. He said, take care of this garden. As near as we can tell, they didn't need housing or clothing because the weather was perfect. The only thing wrong with where they were was they had a don't do. Don't do this. They had one thing, one thing in the whole world they weren't supposed to do. They could do anything else they wanted but just don't do this one thing. Yeah, I know for some of you this is pretty simple. But you have to understand there are people who have spent maybe their whole life in church. And all they know is Jesus died for my sins. That's all they know. And maybe that's all you know. Jesus died to put us back into the garden. <laughs> okay, I know I just lost a couple of you there. It's kind of like that old 60s song, except they misunderstood 
We've got to get back to the garden. Yeah, but we can't get there. That's the whole point. We can't get there on our own. It's not enough to just go live a quote-unquote free life with no rules. That's not enough. Why? Because somebody already did that and they blew it for all of us. But that's where we're trying to get back to. That's why Jesus had to come. That's why this is so huge. Let me let me break this down for you. Okay, in the garden we had we had Adam and Eve in the garden. They could do whatever they wanted. But they had one rule. Don't eat this fruit. It's poison. It's going to kill you. That's all they everything else was allowed just that one thing. Don't do that. The rule wasn't there to make them unhappy. It was there to keep them happy. But they misunderstood God and his motives, and they decided they were smarter than God, and so they broke the one rule. Okay, so what's the big deal about all that? The big deal is every single thing on earth was changed by that. Well, why? Because the Bible says that God gave Adam dominion. He was in charge. He was the boss of the whole world. And while he was following the rule and not breaking the one rule, everything else saw him as their boss. But the day he broke the one rule, his body and everything else in creation that he was in charge of suddenly became his enemy, and he wasn't in charge of it anymore. See, this is the mystery. This is what we call the fall. Adam fell from his position of authority, and he's the only person on earth, and he's the only one with authority, and so everything fell with him. This is where we are in this world without Jesus and everything from Genesis chapter 3 up until Jesus rises from the grave. And actually, up until the book of Revelation, I think it's chapter 21 or something like that, everything in between is about the fall. I apologize if this is too simple for some of you, but this is really important. There are a ton of people that have lived their whole lives who do not understand why Jesus had to die. Okay, so let's back up to that. Adam and Eve fell. Everything else fell. And what did God say? If you eat this fruit, he said, it's going to kill you. You're going to die, right? But then Adam didn't die. Okay, why didn't Adam die? There's a couple things that we have to understand right here, and these are really important. 
Adam did die, that's what the fall is. The fall is that intimate relationship between God and man was ripped apart. And when that happened, Adam died. Everything evil cannot be in God's presence because God is totally good and total good wipes out total bad. It's kind of like if you take your red colored t-shirt and you pour bleach on it, you leave that bleach on there for a little bit and that red is destroyed. It dies. (laughs) I didn't mean to make that joke. And it turns white. And if you leave it there long enough, the t-shirt stops being a (laughs) t-shirt. It turns into thread. And pretty soon that thread goes away. This is sort of similar to what God is like. When God gets around something that is yucky, it changes. It either changes for the good or it changes for the you're gone. And this is what happened with Adam when he fell. He chose to disobey God. He ate the poison. And when he ate the poison, it killed him. But his body, his human body, didn't die immediately, but it did start to die. And this is what we call the fall. The fall brought about what the Bible calls the curse. The curse is what you find in Deuteronomy chapter 28, where God says every bad thing that can possibly happen, that's the curse. And we know that that happened in the Garden of Eden because the Garden of Eden, it says that suddenly thorns and thistles, which had not been growing there before, suddenly began growing. Things began dying. Things began rotting. The process of destruction was in the earth. The only way that this can be changed back is for Adam to actually die. But here's the conundrum. If Adam dies fully, then he goes to hell and is destroyed there. So if God allows that to happen, then there's no one left for him to have a relationship with. And so what he does there in Genesis is he makes a deal with mankind, with Adam, and he says, someday someone is going to come who will destroy the snake and evil and put us back to where we started. Because you can't do this. Adam could not die for the sins of mankind because you can't just die. You also have to come back. Otherwise, if you don't come back, then everything's just dead. This is why Jesus had to come. This is the whole point of Christianity. The fall, the curse, and then the cross. The cross brings back Eden, and Eden is health and wealth. This is the problem when people get this wrong idea about the quote-unquote prosperity gospel. The prosperity gospel is simply acknowledging what Jesus paid for. 
99% of the Christians out there and 99% of the people listening to my voice right now, for you, Christianity is a bunch of rules that I have to follow, and if I don't follow them, bad things are going to happen, and I'm just hoping that Jesus will keep me out of hell. Everything God gave Adam is yours because of Jesus if you will accept it and receive it. Now, people say, well, how come we still have bad stuff happening? Because Jesus hasn't come back yet. And we still have a snake that we have to deal with. And what he told us was is that there's going to be this period of time where Yes, we've been restored to relationship with God, but we still live in a fallen world and we still have fallen bodies. But Jesus made it clear. He said, this body that I have now, this, this body that can walk through walls but yet eat honey that happened in the upper room, he said, you're going to get one of these. This is what it looks like, but it's not quite yet. Paul says that we... We live in this world and the creation groans waiting for the day that we will be completely restored. And that day can't happen until everyone is able to make the choice which way they're going to go. What we're waiting for right now is for everyone who wants to go to heaven, chooses to go to heaven, and everybody who doesn't want to go to heaven chooses to not go to heaven. And that's what, when we get to the end of all of this and we get into the whole tribulation and all of that, that's God giving mankind one last chance. You wouldn't listen to me for thousands and thousands of years. Maybe you'll turn to me when things go bad. And if you'll turn to me when things go bad, then I'll restore you. And then right after that is everybody who refused to accept his substitution for us, those people will receive the punishment that Adam should have received and that you and I should have received. Because every one of us, because of our fallen nature, because of the nature that came on us that we were born with, it wasn't, that, it wasn't our fault. It's, it's nobody's fault except that Adam fell and everybody else has to live with that. The only way to be restored is to accept his substitution for our fallen nature, and then we're recreated. We're changed. Our, the inside person is changed and wants to have a relationship with God and wants to be good and wants to have love. And then if you want to, then since God wants you to, then he works those things in you. This is Christianity 101. It's so, so, so simple. If you will accept Jesus' substitution, you can get back to where Adam was and where Adam was is you have one rule. Don't desire evil. And the way that you do that is you have your nature changed so that even if you do make mistakes, he's able to work that out on your behalf. 
But if you want to be evil, you can be evil, and then you get what evil gets. How hard is this? It's not hard at all. I love you guys. I'll talk to you next week. We'll talk some more about Christianity 101 and what all that means. Take it easy. Bye-bye.